Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine's food editor, Stephanie March, and local foodie, Stephanie Hansen, No Food. It's all about food, fun, food, frivolity, and food. Talking about everything happening at the Minnesota State Fair, it's podcast on a stick. Here's the Stephanie's. Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen. You are listening to Podcast on a Stick, the live State Fair broadcast. I am the eater with Stephanie'sDish.com here with my partner, Stephanie March from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, food and dining editor and person who has eaten her weight in fried foods. And you have been here every day. Like, I haven't been here every day. I took a day off and was literally horizontal on my bed. I could barely even get up to get, like, more water. <laughs> you know, the thing is, though, I'm going to tell you the truth. There was a day that I was sitting at home, and I was thinking, you know, I could maybe not go today. And it was kind of warm in my house, and it was my house is dirty, and I thought, <laughs> I would rather be at the fair. That's the truth. Absolutely. It's the way to hide away. I haven't done away. dishes in days. It's amazing. Um, yeah, I haven't done any laundry. Nope. I just have, like, a million dirty T-shirts yep. laying in a heap. I can't even, like, barely get my bed made every day. I'm yeah. so tired. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> but here fair. we are. We have 12 days of awesomeness that we have to live fully into the max. And this is the second Saturday, which usually Listen, can be a record breaker. It is almost historically the biggest day every fair. Of the 12, our attendance for last year was the record breaker, you guys. So last year, Saturday, uh, oh, I'm sorry, no. In 2016, it was 260,000 people. Whoa. Right? That is, I mean, and we've been talking a lot about the State Fair and doing State Fair stories. It's pretty incredible when you just think, like, this is a city of 2 million people. Right. There are people sleeping here. There is, like, a convenience store. There's a pharmacy. Yeah. Like, people have been out here for the entire duration, doing their jobs, showing their animals, and just having a great time. They really have. And, And I love that Minnesota has shown up. You know, in all forms and shapes and colors and sizes and everything else, and and hung out together. Yeah, like that is a thing that is hard to find these days. You know, there's people sitting next to each other on benches that would probably never ever be next to each other in their daily lives. I like have stopped just random strangers and been like, um, excuse me, could I take a picture of your t-shirt? Oh. I won't take your face, but right. I'd like to like I'm keeping track of a good t-shirt. Oh, on day two, remember when it was kind of rainy on that Friday? And that woman, I took a picture of a woman with red boots and an umbrella. And I was like, <laughs> and it, of course I posted it. Of course I didn't ask her name. I just took it. And then, of course, in the most random six degrees of separation way, one of her friends is one of my friends. Okay. And they were like, oh, my God, that's my friend Sarah. And then Sarah and I were chatting. I was like, sorry, I didn't ask your name. And it's just <laughs> totally random that now I know who you are and we're friends. That's so, pretty funny. But that's Minnesota, right? I mean, like, that's what we're talking about. This is a place where you and, you know, if there's a great, you know, reel of some celebrities. I don't know who put it out. Local celebrities were talking about what it means to them. And a lot of people were saying that one of the best things about this is that you can walk up to candidates, political candidates who are here boosting for things and to getting elected. And you can walk up to them and you can chat them up and have a, you know, like and say you agree or disagree with their politics and you can have a talk with them. And you may or may not have listened to podcast episode five, but you should if you didn't, because that was the day we were at the Hamlin Diner and we ran right into uh, Tim Walls and we ran into Melvin Carter. Uh, Tim Walls, obviously running for governor of St. Paul, Melvin Carter, mayor of St. Paul. And we were here with them while they got their order at the Hamlin Dining Hall. So no matter what side of the political spectrum you are on, you can run into politicians and 
I will say we there's been some great uh, just community building here. Yeah. Just people having a good time. Yeah. I love that. Um, you know who else is having a good time is our friend Kat Perkins because she's here tonight. Oh, my Steph. God. This she, is. I can't wait to see. This is like epic. No. This is what your best people watching tonight, you guys. Please, please, please hairball for hairball. Hairball is a bombastic celebration of arena rock. So it's all like arena cover band songs of like Bon Jovi and Twisted Sister and all our favorite hair bands of the 80s. And Kat Perkins is one of the leaders of the band. Is she a leader? Is she like guest up? She's she's singing. She's she's here. She's singing. I think she's like emceeing and coordinating. I just think that it is such a lovely and fun, crazy way to spend a Saturday night. The last Saturday night is at the grandstand. Totally. I mean, I think that, you know, and again, people watching, you know, they were talking, uh, talking about how the beer consumption, we had talked earlier this week about beer consumption before the Trampled by Turtles show. And that I'd heard that the people in the West End were finding a lot more of the fancier beers being yeah. sipped. I'm Tonight's a Mick Ultra night. Just uh, going to say it. Just I'm calling it Coors Light, Mick Coors Ultra, Light, maybe, maybe just night. Miller. Right. You know, just some of our good regular beers. Line of Kugels. Right. Oh, yeah. It's a big night for the Lineys, I would bet. Sure it is. Yeah. Um, you know, we haven't talked a lot about the fine arts that are out at the State Fair. Right. You guys, like, uh, the Hopkins Stages is out here. So um, cute. Tonight, Zarenko, or Zorongo Flamenco Dance is going to be performing at 10, 11, noon, and 1. If you've never seen them... There are beautiful, beautiful dancers who just do a great job. You know what? I don't know if you, if we, I can't even remember if we've talked about this, but there is something that happens. They have pop-up performances all through the fair, like all over the place in random places. Like all of a sudden you're standing there and all of a sudden there's a bunch of kids in, you know, animal costumes and they're doing a play and they're doing it for you right there. That was in the West End. They had like a little demo that we saw and it was so sweet. Yeah. I will say too, if you're like media obsessed and you want to see your favorite writers from the Star Tribune, I watched Jim Lilleeks do something the other day. He's super funny. Um, the Common Man, K-Fan and Dan Barrero, they're out here. Uh, your favorite folks over at My Talk 1071, Lori and Julia, all of the media outlets are out here. And- you know, just it's a great chance to see a lot of people in, in person and really sort of the people that you see on TV and everything else. I know that people have come up to me while we're out here doing this. In fact, someone came up about five minutes ago and wanted to talk and had said that, that we look we look and sound like we do on the radio. You know? Oh, that's so, so funny. So that was kind of sweet. Can I just say something that's kind of funny to me? Yeah. So when we do these podcasts, we literally just sit down anywhere at the state fair that there's a handy bench or a handy table, and we just start broadcasting. Yeah. And it's always surprising to me. Like, people literally just come sit down. Yeah. They want to have a chat with us. Yeah. They They don't know that we're live on the podcast, but it's hysterical. It's lovely. But again, that's this feeling. There's, there's something that happens. This is seriously like the Minnesota Brigadoon. It pops up for 12 <laughs> days. And there's actually a movie called the Brigadoon. Minnesota Brigadoon but it's it pops up and like we all agree to sort of be together and it gets sweaty and it gets annoying I'm not saying we're all angels here I've definitely seen some sniping and gripping I got cut I cut a kid off apparently that Mm -hmm. was walking with his grandma and grandma took me to task yep so that's I mean it's we're real but the point is is that we're all in it together I love that do you one of the things that probably listeners don't know is that every day you've been doing a daily tip sheet of all the things happening at the state fair. And as part of that, you've had different buttons that you've been wearing. And when people see you with your button and say, Hey, they get a, a discounted ten dollars subscription, nine ninety nine. I think is no, the they actual get a free. Oh, subscription. okay. If well, you they see do. My button, and you say, "Hey, 
you know, stay fair daily. That's the button of the day. So let's hear some of your button slogans because they've been pretty cute. Well, we had a whole episode, you know, called the Minnesota Ope, and that was based off <laughs> one of my buttons. I got to tell you, I've had more feedback from that oh, episode. The, the Ope, Minis- Great Minnesota Ope, Ope together. Ope, Ope. Ope together. Ope. Ope. Uh, and then, of course, there is my favorite, which is Skyride or Die. Now, are you a Skyride or are you Glider? No, because I, I like I have the never, glider where oh. it's open air. No, I like the. I think it's too, too chairlifty, ski lifty kind of thing <laughs> for the glider. I feel like, yeah, I've done this. I've been on a ski lift. That's fine. I like the feeling of being suspended in a cage of high, high above people, and like that thrill, that like risk taking of it. Okay, I like the glider because it's open air, so it's like a just nice pleasure cruise. There's usually a little bit of a breeze. I will say. The amount of undergarments that are piled up on top of the building that you pass on the glider. Do you not know about this? I watched a girl take her bra off right in the glider in front of me. People take off their bras and they throw them down. Seen them. Yes, okay. yes. They're out there. So get on the glider, and it's like the last building over Machinery Hill, like right before you get to the end of the glider stop. Okay. And people are taking off their bras, and the building is just covered with them. There is a pile, huh. which is pretty fun. Does somebody clear it off? Like- I don't know, because I it's getting bigger and bigger. I've been on the glider a couple times, and it's getting I might have to, go to be a larger pile. Take the picture. Just to go see. Do you know how when you're skiing and like people throw yeah. their Mardi Gras beads in yeah. the trees? It's like that, but it's brassiers on top of a building at the State Fair. Ladies, props for, you know, flowing freely after that, I guess. <laughs> That's not my bag, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Here's a tip Woo! for the glider, too. <laughs> That's my a favorite much for part, me. <laughs> when you get off the glider, it is like a chairlift where, like, they lift up the bar and you, the, it doesn't stop. Like, you have to you get have to your booty, run get your off. bag, Scooch. and get off and get you to the left scooch. of the lane. Yeah. yeah. And the poor glider riders are like, hurry, hurry, because otherwise you're going to get whacked in the butt and maybe knocked over if you don't move fast enough. This sounds like a hazard. Get off the glider and get to the left. That's oh all I'm going to tell Lord. you. Hi, it's Stephanie Hansen for Podcast on a Stick, the State Fair podcast, and we've got State Fair stories, and I'm here with Steve Marsh, and apparently you are having your groom's dinner in the Hamlin Dining Church Hall. Yeah. What on earth made you decide to do that? Like, what, is the, what does the dining hall mean to you? Well, I mean, the State Fair means so much to me. Why? Uh, it's because it's like it's, it's it's Minnesota. It's like pure Minnesota, straight to the vein. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, it, it, it's it, it's just I. And then the Hamlin Dining Hall. My cousin uh, worked here for a few a few summers. Yep, my and, daughter did too. Two yeah, summers. And yeah, my cousin Chelsea. And um, it's like there's a lot of places to eat, but to, in terms in a way to eat together as a group. To kind of actually feel like, uh, you know, there's like silverware and um, communal table, a communal table. So they're giving. I called them like earlier this summer, and they're like, "Wow, okay, let's do it." And then uh, they gave me these three tent tops that are off to the side. So they're gonna um, cordon them off. And the Sunday before Labor Day, I'm getting married on Labor Day, so the Sunday before Labor Day, um, they're gonna cordon them off at six o'clock. And we're all going to have ham loaf and Swedish meatballs together, man. Okay, that is amazing. So you're going to have your whole, like, wedding party. The wedding party and uh, family on both sides. Uh, Do you have any wedding jitters? Man, I'm... 
You're kind of old to be getting married for I'm, the first I'm time. I'm old, and I think my nerves are <laughs> shot because I, I'm 42 years old, and uh, I, we just did a video for the magazine that I work for, Seth's uh, Minneapolis yep. St. Paul, and I, I, I was talking to Jan, who is a, one of the volunteers. She's at the Hamlin Church and has been working here for like 30 years, and we were talking, and... Steph asked me the same question, like, why are you having it at the Hamlet Dining Hall? And I choked up, man. Like, it's going to be a problem if I can't hold it together. It's good practice, I think. It is good it's, practice. And that's the whole point of a, of a groom's dinner, right? It's a rehearsal dinner. It's kind of like uh, they used to run through the ceremony, and we're not going to do that. But uh, I'm going to be getting used to these kind of... Um, Verklempt, uh, <laughs> emotionally fragile, yeah. fraught with danger kind of family yeah. situation. Yeah, I don't want to. I I, I, I want to adhere to at least some uh, traditional masculine uh, qualities, and so I don't. I want. I don't want to blubber the whole day, you know. So this will be. This is good practice. I have to say too, like the rehearsal dinner gives you a chance to spend time with your kind of your immediate squad, your yes, family, yeah. your closest people. So it is kind of emotional. Is anybody going to be doing like a big toast or? No, I think the toasts are going to be. My brother is my best man. Okay. And he's giving the speech uh, um, at dinner the next day. And then I brought in a ringer. My buddy Ian from Dublin is going <laughs> to be giving the wedding toast, an, an Irish toast, right after the ceremony. Nice. So there's some speeches and, and, and stuff will be going on the next day. But this is just, I think, just like to chill. As yeah. Like, uh, like, you know, the, 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 like the, the immediate kind of like family squad and and thank everybody for you know uh, not giving up on me after 42 years and uh, <laughs> of single manhood yeah yeah i think i should point out too that while we're doing this interview he is finishing up his ham loaf it's delicious. he puts his money where his mouth is it is delicious uh, that's not the kind of food you can get everywhere at the state fair. It's loaf, it's a delicious hunk of mashed potatoes, some real gravy, a roll. And it has like this sweet kind of um, like apple kind of sauce that they pour over the top of the loaf. Yum. And it's got like, it's got a nice crust on it. And the, you know, like the the potatoes are, germ, are church dining hall yeah. mashed potatoes, man. Perfect. With chicken, chicken or beef gravy. And it comes with coleslaw on a roll, you know? I hope you have a great wedding. I hope you have a great party. It sounds super fun. Thank I'm you. excited. And then, um, yeah, then after this, we're all going to go see Hamar Superstar. My oh, Sean, okay. Sean at Tillman. The, at, the, at the Liney's uh, Lodge. So, like, people who are coming from out of town will be able to go to the State Fair and, like... Yeah, you know? yeah. And he's so great and, and so much so energy great. and oh what a God. fun way to wrap up a rehearsal dinner. Yeah, man, it's going to be a celebration. Thank you. Oh, Stephanie, I'm seeing the most magical piece of apple pie. It looks so delicious. Can I give a shout out to the best new apple pie? Is, Is it at the mini apple pie? Oh, I love those mini apple they pies. They have a new one called the ultimate apple pie, and they're putting on a scoop of vanilla and a scoop of cinnamon ice cream. And it has got some beautiful apple spice caramel sauce that Yum. is so good. Hey, let's talk about apples for a second. Let's. Have you tried the new First Kiss? No, and I'm so excited to know about this because I know a lot about the Sweet Tango apple because yeah. I did a podcast talking with the inventor of it. Well, then you probably... Tell me, no, Minnesota Horticultural Society yep. is so involved in making all these great Minnesota apples. Tell me. Well, so it's the same, obviously. Obviously, the U of M came to prominence in their apple game with Honeycrisp. Oh, yes. Right? So Honeycrisp has been the star, obviously, across the country. People all over love Honeycrisp. And when you go to the grocery store, you guys, 
I think everybody assumes all the Honeycrisp apples are from Minnesota. No. Sometimes they're not. No, so they're make grown sure you look on your country. sticker. Yeah. yeah. But what I love about those is that they earned, I mean, the whole patent and the whole situation, I think they said it, it came out to about $9 million for I, the U of a, M. That's what I Doesn't heard, that too. Sound right? mm-hmm. It's around $9 million that has benefited the U of M Horticultural Society. So what they've done, obviously, is continued their push because they see what a great thing that is. And also just to help develop, you know, our food systems. So their big thing was to develop the next, another sort of type of Honeycrisp. So what they did was they wanted something that would come earlier because Honeycrisp are kind of in the mid to late, They're late yeah. you know, season. And so they wanted something that was going to come a little earlier. And they've developed this apple that they think is the perfect balance and got that a good enough weight, I believe, so that it has it's a cooking. You can cook with it yep. much better than you can with Honeycrisp, but still has that juice to it, but not as juicy as Honeycrisp. A little bit backed off, but still very juicy and light and just beautiful. It is called... The first kiss in Minnesota only. Everywhere else in the country, it's going to be known as the rave. And so that's how you'll know. Oh, because I got so some. I think it's misleading these honey crisps that are like, oh, these are from Washington, right? And I'm like thinking I'm buying a Minnesota honey crisp apple, but well, I'm not. So you just have to not. check on your you're sticker. Not. But I mean, if you, the best way to do that, of course, is just to go to an orchard and True. buy them there. Yeah. But I, but it's, so if you see a first kiss, that's a, that's grown in Minnesota. Anything else is uh, the first. If you see it, it's called a rave. It's grown outside. Okay. And so crispness of apples, like, can you, when you bite into it, do you remember, and I don't, these poor red delicious apples that I will never eat again. The most mealy, sad, soggy apple. So I'm assuming this is everything but that. Yes, everything but that. And has like a nice little dapple of green to it, too. It's beautiful. So if you want to try it, you can try it here at the State Fair. Love it. You can try it. It's in the Agricultural Horticultural Building, the Ag Hort. They have a whole display about it. You can buy them by the bag for $10, or you can buy them as a single for 3 And if you are, can't make it through the crowds there, you can get it at a produce exchange, too, for 3 bucks. Okay, I love that. Yeah, so ha- have you been, speaking of like all well, the apples, I can't, I can't think about apples and not mention bees because so obviously our pollinators are here. bee things. Yes. So cool. Have you had the honey uh, cream soda? I did. I thought it was really good. It. Everyone's complaining about a $9 shake basically, but I, I don't mind. I mean, I guess if I know that it's like actual, and here's the deal. I think it's sweet science ice cream. Okay. I and did so, not know that. Our friend think, Ashley Old's ice cream is yep. incredible. She's got a honey vanilla that's amazing. I wonder if that's what they I use. I think that's what it is. And then she's, and then also this honey and I think if those are some premium quality products I don't mind paying the nine bucks if that's if I was that was my only ice cream thing I was having that day I, I have no problem with that but it's probably not it's because pr- well, you're probably gonna try to get me, the rainbow roll too but for me personally like as being here every single day that may be the one ice cream thing that that I end with you know what I mean yeah 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 here is the 25 cent sleeper food okay cheapest food I've seen at the fair so good and it is in the honey building have you had any of the honey sticks oh yeah i get those every year oh that's a nut that's a don't miss why aren't parents buying these and putting them in their kids lunch boxes they have like 30 different flavors it's smart they're just amazing jakey used to suck those all the time yes um here's another little quick tip for the cheaps the christies the rice christie bars you can get an itty bitty christie which is just a like on the end of a fork. It's like maybe a two inch by two inch Fruit Loop bar or Rice Krispie bar. This is a or tip. A buck seventy five for okay. this like 
two, like this block on the end of a fork. So like a regular size Rice Krispie yeah, that like you would one, eat at home. Yes, exactly. Because those huge bars, yeah. I can never eat all of them. So I always just want, and, and I want just one as like a flavor thing, and it's under two bucks. And sometimes you're not with, like I'm, a lot of times I've been out here alone. I can't eat any of those big foods. I want something no. I can just have all by myself. Right. Exactly. All right. Uh, what else have you been excited about today? It is Saturday. It is one of the biggest days at the fair. Have you ever seen the Okie Dokie Brothers? No. You They're going to be at the have. Shell's band shell. And you don't, I mean, there's a lot of family activities here, but the Okie Dokie Brothers is a band that you can go see as a family. Yes. And the parents are going to like it as much as the kids. They're yep. playing at three, four, and five at the Shell stage at the Schilling Amphitheater. Um, super fun, very family friendly. Have you seen the All Star Stunt Dog Show yet? No, and I, that is the thing. That is probably the most important thing I have to get on my docket today. I feel like that the pet game this year has so, really increased so much better than it has been yes. before. And I am not, and maybe it's because my kid is desperately wants a dog that I won't give him. That it's like horrible, I'm mean mother. Hor- well, he's like about to go to college, so it's going to change your life. When he leaves, you won't be lonely. You won't no, be sad. You'll have a friend. Right we're not doing this right now. I'm going to keep working her. But here's the deal. One of the things that I've really appreciated is the meet the breeds. Have you done this? Where yes. you walk up to the pet pet day one and, Went and saw got, the huskies. Yes, and they, but they have six, or they have I think between six and eight dogs with their owners that you can meet and talk to the owners. Like if you're considering getting a greyhound, go talk to them and say like, well, what's it like living with a greyhound? Because different, different breeds of dogs really do have different personalities. Completely. Completely. The the day I was there was a Chihuahua day Mm -hmm. and the lady had all of her Chihuahuas snuggled in and like a sari wrapped around her body and just their little teeny tiny heads were poking out. Oi. 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 I will tell you, Chihuahuas are a one one man dog. They yeah. only like one person. Yeah, no, no, yeah. They yeah. don't. Maybe no, they like their family, but maybe. they pick someone in the family. Yeah. And if you're an outsider, it's not good. Be careful picking dog breeds. And this is what that's for. I feel like that's a chance to go and chit chat with them. And so you know, are they good with kids? Are they not good with kids? Do they, you know, do they do they need a lot of attention or are they loner dogs? Those are all the things that you wish you kind of would have known before picking a dog. I right. Think. So I, I will agree. The pep. The Pet Pavilion has just upped its game and is a great space. Okay, we've talked so much about food, but are there any foods that you still haven't had that you're like, I really got to get to it? Here's the deal. I have made this commitment to many people who have talked to me and sent me notes on the socials and everything after listening to our lovely podcast and hearing us all over the place. The Wild Rice Burger in the food building is something that I have not ever had. And so that's my commitment today is I'm going to go have that. Okay, that sounds really good. Like people are... A, like our like loyal fans for that of the wild rice burger. I love that. All right, I'm gonna have the Australian battered potatoes. <laughs> potatoes. I've never had them. <laughs> I love a potato skin. I love a potato chip. I like things. I, I'm gonna love these. I love nachos. I like tachos. I've just never had them. They are outside of the between the Coliseum, right across from the milk by the horse building, by the all you milk. can drink milk because that's what you want to do. You want to eat a whole bag of oh, potato nachos geez. and then drink like all you can eat milk. There's do you know something quickly about that corner that is also awesome? It's right the KMOJ radio booth is there. They are playing and some later tunes there. at night. Like when it's kind of dusky and they are playing the jams and everyone is street dancing there. I love it. And it it is so fun. It is just a total mix of humanity having a street jam. 
Um, I'm not going to be the one to bring us all down here, but uh, I do have a story <laughs> of my husband you? who was eight years old, who the milk thing was like a big deal for them. He'd been on a bunch of rides. He'd eaten a bunch of stuff. You're not going to tell us a puke story, are you? Oh, I don't know if we need a puke Drank story. too much milk. And apparently they were very nice about it and like helped clean him up, wash him off. But the lady said it happens it's at all. least five times a day. Oh, my God, you guys. She's like, it happens. She's like, and it's usually young boys, son. Like, that was his, like, introduction into more isn't always better. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. every day. All the milk you can drink for two bucks. I feel the pressure of that. Honestly, two bucks. And I feel like, all right, well, if it's all the milk I could drink, I should actually try to drink as most milk as I can. See, that's exactly what happened to him. It's a mental thing. And then you get, and then for me, I would be like sloshy and full and not happy. No. About anything. In fact, the other day I was looking around. Here's, this is, this is to the extent of my state fairness, right? At this point, I had $4 in cash. As I was leaving for the day. Like, everything else had been spent for the day. I can't even fathom the amount of money you have we spent. We shouldn't talk about it until the, ne- <laughs> until the very last Because we know day one it was $600. So right. you've got to be over 1000 And that was, let's be clear, the $600 yeah, was of the all the magazine. Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. It. Thank you, friends. Yes, we love you for all of that. Um, and to fire up those State Fair dailies. Uh, but I had $4 left, and I was... I was trying to get on the shuttle for the Hubbard shuttle and I was, and I had 15 minutes. I was early. So I was like, I got to get something for four bucks. I got to get something for four bucks. Like what I, is there for four bucks? Nothing. I was going to say, cause everything is either five or more. Although, and you're going to love this after all of our discussions this week. Do you know what's four bucks? A corn a dog. A Peter's wiener. A corn dog. <laughs> oh, the corn dog? A Not corn the, dog. Cause the Prono pups are five. I know. So a corn dog is five bucks. It's right next to the KMOJ stand. I grabbed me a poncho dog, and I was happy as a little girl. I would completely do that, too. Don't you? Even if you loved Pranos, you'd get a corn dog. You know All what right. I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's a Saturday at the fair. We've got a couple of days left. Make sure it's that you get here down. today. I it know. is winding down. It's been a great fair so far. You've been listening to Podcast on a Stick. Have your best day ever.